promoting female musicians and artists. I am joined today by Sydney-based singer-songwriter Ainsley Farrell. Ainsley, thanks so much for joining me on Women Who Rock. Thanks for having me. A couple of episodes ago, I spoke to Fran, Mm -hmm. who organises Volkswagen, and she's also organising an event at the Vanguard called In The Round. And you played it. Yep. The last instalment of that. Yeah. It sounded, the way she described it sounded super interesting. Can you tell us how the last instalment of In The Round went? Yeah, it was cool. It's, at first, it's it takes a bit of getting used to. It's just four musicians kind of sitting in a circle in the middle of the floor. Um, and then the audience is all around you, like all sides. Um, and you kind of take turns singing a song. And yeah. It's <laughs> and telling stories as well. Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Are you yeah. playing instruments while you're doing that, or while telling the stories? No, or, while you're oh. singing the song, is everyone playing an instrument? Or no, it's kind of like each person takes a turn, like um, stands up and sings their song, oh, and then the next right. person like, sits okay. back down. That's that's at least how we did it um, when I was there. So yeah, it's like one at a time, and you're kind of just watching the other person in the circle sing. And how many yep. people... So there's people sitting on the floor or... We... Well, yeah. Not like... We weren't like on the ground, like the floor, like the carpet, but we, <laughs> we were sitting on like our amps or like chairs. Ah, but, okay. Yeah, because yeah, a couple of us, um, Harry and I did um, played electric guitars. So we just sat on our, our amps. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a real kind of community thing. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, and it's nice to Fran kind of sets it up in a way where she, well, she contacts one musician and then kind of has them contact other musicians that they know. So it's it's nice to ha- go into it knowing the other musicians and, yeah, kind of you have like a background on them and I feel like that makes the questions a bit more personal too, which is nice. Okay. And do you learn, I guess, more about their, if they're telling stories about why they'd written that song do you learn more about their process by doing that yeah i think so but yeah definitely yeah it's kind of questions you wouldn't really ask them you know it's mostly people you like at least for me that i kind of just see around it like gig other gigs and so yeah i'm not really like asking them like interviewee kind of questions like the gig so yeah it's it, it is a chance for you to yeah see Ask them what their process is or, yeah, hear a bit more about a song they wrote or, yeah, things like that, which is nice. All right. I probably should have started with the congratulations because you've just been announced on the Big Sound. Yeah. Sorry? Lineup. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, Have you been there before? No, never. Okay. Yeah, never been to Brisbane. I've passed by it on the the freeway, Um, but, yeah, I've never known what to stop in there for before <laughs> um now you do yeah, particularly in yeah, september yeah right. so when they let you know or make the announcement i guess they tell you quite a bit before yeah that's right what kind of do they just say you're in it or do you have like a long list of the stuff you have to do or the logistics or 
How do they contact you and give you the details? Um, like after you apply and like so the, the way that you found out, mm-hmm. do they just it just says like you're playing, or does it give you all the details of what you're doing, where you're doing the set times and oh, stuff? Or no, not quite yet. Yes, okay. I, have, I have no idea like when I'm playing or where. Oh yeah, right, but it's okay. just like you're in, um, an, an email through an email. Okay. Um, but yeah, you have to keep it secret for like a couple weeks after they tell you. Okay. But I, I was just telling everyone. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, I saw that you posted it basically when they made the announcement so i guess you kept it yeah yeah on the internet it was under wraps yeah, for quite a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also so you played south by southwest yeah as yeah. well mm-hmm. you have to tell us about that um yeah it was an interesting experience um i didn't think it kind of just fit in with the time the year that i was going back home to the u.s um for and I was like oh why not just apply like i probably will get in but like yeah I'll just do it for the fun of it and then I ended up getting in um but kind of heard back pretty last minute and then was on the fence for quite a while and didn't think I would go um because I didn't have I mean the band that I played with was all in Sydney um and there was no way I'd be able to like fly them to the U.S. to play okay but yeah I ended up uh, just through connections, through connections here, and then friends in the U.S. Um, kind of put a band together, and yeah, ended up going. I don't think I, I didn't have, um, I like, I secured like a lead guitarist and a drummer, and then didn't have a bass player until like maybe a, like just a few weeks before oh, right, okay. it started, <laughs> and it was like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and then I was just hanging out. Um, at home with one of my good friends, Carolyn, and it's like, oh, wait, like, don't you play bass? Like, would you want to come play with me? And she was um, totally down to come along and play. So I was going to say, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good offer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to come to South by Southwest and play? Yeah. Uh-huh. So tell me a bit more about what actually happens because I understand that there's quite a lot of things that go on and mm-hmm. also is there a lot of industry involvement too yeah definitely yeah I guess people say it's like the like a bigger big sound okay sure <laughs> but yeah I like yeah there's definitely a lot of you know industry stuff going on and a lot of stuff going on but I kind of went into it trying to you know do a bit of net networking but didn't really have like a big backing behind me so I like I emailed a few people who I like thought would be cool to to meet up with but yeah just never heard back from okay <laughs> those people but I because everything was kind of set up so last minute I, I was just like ah like whatever happens like it'll just be like a good experience and it'll be fun to be there like with all these other musicians and at least we'll get to like like after our showcases, we'll get to go like see like other like musicians for free, which is awesome. Yeah, right. Um, Did you go to other? Because do they have other like talking events as well, where they have people from industry talking about latest trends or something? Did you learn stuff at those? I didn't actually go to any of the. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> the like talks or anything. Yeah, I probably should have. I just didn't. Yeah, it was kind of like. It's a bit of like a whirlwind already. Um, and so, yeah, I just didn't have a ton of time. I think if I had more time, I, I would have loved to have gone to some of those talks. And I know a couple of my um, band members went to some, 
that were awesome. But yeah, I was, yeah, I guess my, I have some family who live in Austin too. So I was kind of trying to like fit in, like spending a bit of time with them too, like all like in these like few days. So yeah, it was a bit like. Okay. Epic. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I guess maybe they'll have a lot of stuff at that at Big Sound too. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. The kind of big industry talks and things. Yeah, okay, definitely. Cool. So yeah, you mentioned it before. You were born in the US. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been kind of back and forth a couple yeah. of times. Has mm-hmm. the movement been related to music scenes or something completely different? Uh, n- not like necessarily, but. Yeah, well, I guess I've only been doing it because well, I've only lived here for the past six years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been going back and forth ever since then. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really play much music, like, live before coming over here. Okay. So I don't, like, I never really, like, got into, like, a scene in the U.S. anywhere that I lived. But um, when you were doing, were you writing, but you were writing and recording in the U.S. a little bit, or? Yeah, just, like, on GarageBand like okay. myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but n- nothing, like, professional or anything, yeah. <laughs> sure. And I also saw, I mean, your kind of style or genre has transitioned over time. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand that earlier stuff was maybe more close to, like, Americana and folk influence. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that's been related to moving to Sydney, or is it just kind of, like you know, growing and going through these transitions? Yeah, I think more of the growing and transitioning. Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, and just a kind of music that I would listen to at the time and, yeah, just, yeah, kind of how um, expressing myself with a guitar, like how it all came out, I guess. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, I would like to take a track. So your most recent single was from last year. It's called Walls. Mm -hmm. We are going to talk about the artwork when we come back, but let's hear it now. Uh, Yeah, this is Ainsley Farrell with Walls. I don't want these walls Close to my body Watching the world through a screen Tell me, are you listening? These days I walk Closer to
That was Walls by Ainsley Farrell. You have three singles, I think, of Bad Camp. And yes. I really like the artworks. We were talking a little bit about it off air. Can you tell us about how some of those, the photography for those singles came to be? Yeah. Well, the, the Walls artwork is just an, an old photo of me when I was a kid swimming. And yeah, the Dark Hours one is my mom actually in a witch costume that my grandma made for her when like the night before she had to go to school and like needed a I think it was Halloween's like all the other kids were wearing costumes so my grandma put together like this um like paper mache like skirt and like um like the thumb from a like a rubber glove like was the nose and like made a hat and everything for her. So that's when she was but, a little kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that would have been a pretty old photo. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the Black little kid white. swimming one as well. Yeah. So how did you mm-hmm. come across those? And also, I guess was there a connection to the message in the song that made you choose those ones? Um. Yeah. For the walls one, well, there's a lyric. Um. Well, the chorus is. These days are all blending into one. I was just a kid. You were holding my head above water as I swam. So I kind of wanted, yeah. So I guess kind of has to do with, okay. um, yeah, the chorus for sure. And then the dark hours one, I was just, I was kind of just looking for a, like a creepy looking photo. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, my... Um, my parents have a great collection of old photos in their house. And, yeah, every now and then when I go home, I love just looking through all of them. So the, um, are they but, in, like, old albums as yeah, well? Yeah, uh-huh. okay, There's, cool. like, a closet full of them. Um, so, yeah, I love spending time just, like, looking through those. So that's kind of what I did going back home, like, both times. Um, I was like, oh, like, this is it. Like, this will be great. <laughs> um, Do you... Do you do your own photography as well? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, take photos. I used to be more more into like yeah, more into it. But um yeah. I still I take quite a lot of photos. But yeah, just not as into it as I used to be, I guess. But still enjoy. I don't have like a nice camera, I just use my iPhone okay. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if I had a nicer camera. I actually have like an old film camera. Um like that I got for actually I got it for free but um yeah so I, I take some photos on that occasionally I think yeah. I want to get one yeah they're so fun because it's not it's pretty expensive though oh yeah printing. it's expensive yeah. comparatively mm-hmm. you could definitely compared to taking like one million photos on your phone and you already have it it's free right mm-hmm. it's like 10 bucks or something to get it developed but I think there's something cool about having a finite number yeah. You only have 20 right, photos. Exactly. That's all you can do. Yeah. So don't waste it. You have to like make sure you actually try mm-hmm. to get the right shot. Yeah. I think there's something charming about that. Yeah, definitely. I like go through my photos on like my iPhone and there'll be like 20 like of the same thing and I'll be like, "Why? Like, yeah. why do I do that to myself?" Like <laughs>
also really like the one for Lady Longhair. Yeah. Can you tell us a story about that? Yeah, so that one, um, I, was, I was trying to think of uh, what to do for that artwork and was kind of just having a look online for some ideas um, and came across this photo. It's taken by Emma Katka. Um, she's from North Dakota. Um, so I was here at the time in Sydney and just she had like a Flickr page and I like messaged her through that and was like, oh, like she has like, yeah, some other really great photos. And yeah, I was just such a fan of her work and emailed her. was like, oh, would you like let me use this for a single <laughs> cover? Um, and she was totally like keen and yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, you should. Uh, the Majesty of the Internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Means I can probably put a link. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll put a link in the description as well. Yeah, give her a little plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to talk. I, I don't think we've really spoken about Netflix on this podcast before. Hmm. But you had one of your tracks yeah. was used for a Netflix show called uh, Afflicted. Mm-hmm. The so can you tell us a bit about I guess the show and also how do you find out about that? Well, I was contacted by this production company in LA who was making the show. I guess um, asking me if they could use my song for it. Um, they thought it'd be a good fit. So yeah, and I was like, well, like yeah, sure, why not? So yeah, I've I. I guess the show I've only I've only actually watched like the first couple episodes, but I guess it's about weird kind of diseases or illnesses that aren't quite um like that are misunderstood that aren't like categorized or people don't know why like they're like experience these things okay. experiencing these things. Yeah. And then well then I found out later that I I think a lot of them have to do with tick bites or like maybe oh, right. um, weird like reactions that they've gotten from ticks. Okay. I think. So how did you feel? <laughs> did you think that the, I guess the message that you were intending to portray, do you think that they kind of nailed it in terms of the interpretation of how it was used in the show? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they they play dark hour the song my song dark hours in like a part where they they're they're kind of introducing the next character cuz they talk about like a few different people with um all these different kinds of illnesses and yeah so they're introducing this next character and so yeah i guess it's kind of like a good segue into her and her story i guess must have been pretty stoked they because I don't like how do they scout that I wonder yeah I have no idea like how they found <clears throat> my song <laughs> yeah but yeah I didn't even know they like um put the um the show out like they didn't really tell me like when it'd be aired and I like it was like quite a while from when they had asked me um to use my song so I kind of like forgot about it a bit and then I like got a a message from my friend um, in Sydney, actually, I think while I was still in the U.S., and he was like, I swear, like, I just heard your song on this show. Oh, and I was like, right. oh, really? Wait, is it, what's it called? And he was like, oh, it's Afflicted. And I was like, oh, sweet, it's out. That's cool. <laughs> cool. That seems kind of lo-fi. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Speaking of video and film, you have done your own film clips yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that process? Um, yeah. Well, I guess the Wall Walls video is the latest one. Um, I think well, I released the song Walls while I was in the U.S. last year. And it was at the point when we were going through Ohio, where a lot of my family live, and we were staying with my grandparents. And they have this like crazy old house um, that was built like in the 1850s. Okay. Um, and yeah, each each room has like a different wallpaper um, and kind of like a different theme. Like there's like the cat room and the bear room. Oh right. And like yeah, all, all these just like weird weird kind of <laughs> um, things that I thought like would be so interesting to. Um, do something with and it just kind of all happened at the right moment where I was like well I could like it'd be cool to put out like a music video for this and then it, I was like oh like it'd be cool like we could try and like do one here like with all the different wallpaper and like so yeah it all just kind of fell into place like with the timing and everything and it was in Ohio yeah yeah is there anywhere near Akron uh what's Ac- what's Akron near? <laughs> oh man. I shouldn't have said anything about the US geography. I was gonna tell a story about how I my favorite guitar pedals come from Akron, Ohio. Oh really? Huh. Yeah, there's a brand called Earthquake and Devices. Oh, okay. Cool. And they're the best. Yeah. They're all I- like handmade. But anyway, I sh- I definitely should have <laughs> should not have waded into the pool of US geography. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I only know like the main cities, I guess, in Ohio and then like and then where my grandparents live, obviously. But okay. yeah, I don't know like a whole lot of um yeah, I'm not too familiar with That's fine, you're excused. Throw down your long chair. It's time for Tell Me a Thing, where I have a list of topics, and I ask you to choose one of them. The topics are musical equipment, recording equipment, punk rock, Patti Smith, poetry, death, and politics. Ainsley, can you please tell me a thing? I will choose death. Okay. Um, yeah, because I feel like it's good to talk about. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we can. So I guess my story is, I guess it would have been a couple of years ago now I I was back in the US hanging out with a friend of mine and we took some mushrooms when we went and went camping and like had the craziest like trip and kind of like came to terms with dying like in this trip okay um and like and like with growing old like I was sort of like walking through this like tall grass and I was like looking down at my hands and they're all like wrinkly and gray and could see my hair and it was like all gray as well okay and then like went over to these like rocks under this tree because we were in like a dried up riverbed it was like laying there on the rocks just like looking up and like um yeah just like was like 
crying uncontrollably. Okay. Not, not like crying, but there's just like tears coming out of my eyes, <laughs> like a lot of tears. And then, yeah, like had this weird like experience where I kind of like was like, oh, like this is what it's like when you die. And then it was like I was like kind of returning back like into the earth. So and how did that? <laughs> so that happened when you were using mushrooms, how does that influence your perspective on death now, like after that experience? Because you said you came to terms with death. Yeah. Did it change your perspective on death, like, afterwards? A little bit. I think, like, I don't know. I think, well, it's still something that, like, I'm, like, afraid of. Okay. And so I don't think it helped much in that way. Except, yeah. Just, like, at the time and maybe, like, for a few months afterwards, I was, like, yeah, like, dying will be all right. <laughs> um, so but, it seeped into your consciousness for a bit. Yeah. And, and then, then sort of went away. Yeah. And then you kind of, like, get back into, like, um, I don't know, the 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 world around you, the fast-paced world, and you, you start kind of, like, forgetting about all that again and the fear seeps back yeah (laughs) yeah but tell us about what you were like when you were going through that how did you in that moment how did you feel about death great yeah (laughs) okay it was just fine (laughs) yeah it it like felt like like i i knew like oh like I knew, like, I wasn't dying in that moment, but I knew, like, oh, this must be what death feels like and, like, it's going to be fine um, kind of thing. It was, like, very comforting, which is weird. Okay. Um, and, like, just having, like, the earth around me, like, um, I don't know, felt like, oh, yeah, like, this is, like, what happens. You just kind of, like, return to, like, the earth around you <laughs> and it's all cool like <laughs> that's cool we've actually had quite a lot of stories about death on this podcast mm. this is the first mushroom based one. Oh, nice yeah <laughs> so we're ticking off boxes as we go <laughs> very cool <laughs> um ainsley thanks so much for coming on women who rock i really enjoyed our chat yeah same thanks for having me Rock is proudly produced in the Sydney studios of 2SER 107.3.